Alright guys, you guys are now tuned into another episode of the podcast. Zay TV presents The Ratchet Hour. It's another week, so it's another show. And today, you know I'm here with my baby, my co-host, Miss Taylor Cheeks is in the building. Hey, it's your girl Taylor, aka Cheeks. If you don't know, you now you know, you better ask somebody. And if you don't know, my sis is Spanish, she is Jamaican, she is everything that... I am not Spanish and I am not Jamaican. My sis is Spanish and Jamaican. I am an Afro-Latina identifying, I am Panamanian and Trinidadian, that's what I am. He always make me some other race. She's everything, <laughs> she's everything, she's Caribbean, she's Spanish, she's all that, and I'm so glad that we are here again to give you guys another episode. First, I want to start off this show by saying, happy Black History Month, guys. Black, right. black, black on black, everything black. Black that is for my black people, my African people, my Caribbean people, my, my Afro-Latinos. This is Black History Month. Don't let nobody play with you, okay? That's all I got to say, Word. okay? We're not taking nothing. Don't pay no month. rent in the month of February. Oh, no, 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 don't pay, no, don't pay no child support if that bitch is white. Oh, you want them to get evicted? You want, you want, she wants y'all to get evicted and go to jail for not paying child support. I better get y'all 20 acres and a mule, okay? Do that. Don't do that. Pay your bills on time. Make right. people proud. So if you guys are new to the show, we do this thing every week. We do a weekend review. We tell you guys how our weekend went. So. You wanna go first or should I go first? Who had a more bad weekend? I think you. You always doing something in the weekend. <sighs> okay, cause I'm a weekend host. So this weekend, um, start, we start, let's start with Friday. Friday I was chilling. I cleaned my house. You know, I was purchasing stuff. Uh, Saturday I ran errands, went to the mall, did some little shopping, a little bit, a little here and there. Went to dinner with my mom and my dude. We got kind of a little tipsy up in the Red Lobster Bar. So ratchet, but I love it. Sunday, we did brunch. I did a Super Bowl brunch at One Degree Up. If you want a brunch pop and brunch spot that's not too far, it's in Queens. It's so good. One Degree Up. Check it out. Sammy's the girl you should look for. She's the best, best bottle service, best waitress out there. Love her. Shout out to you, Sammy. Shout out to Sammy. But, um, yeah, went out there, got, got super drunk, watched the Super Bowl, because if you don't know, I'm a huge Super Bowl fan. I went for San Fran, even though they did my boy capping it wrong. But San Fran's my team, you know, but and, and they, they lost, right? lost 2031. Period. Karma. Word, and that's I said, that's karma for their ass. But um, they lost 2031, but um, went to the brunch, got shitty wasted, watched it with a bunch of people. People's reactions were really, really good and positive. Um, pop bottles, and was just being a brunch baddie, you know? That was your weekend? You yeah. always drinking. You always going to brunch. Shot, shot, shots, I'm drinking. You so annoying. Bra, da, da, da. Boom, not boom, when boom, I drink boom, it. Boom. <laughs> So for my weekend, what I did basically this weekend, I had a chill weekend. I worked a lot. Um, I'm a weekend worker. So that's the bag. Basically, this weekend, all I really did that was eventful is I got to see Bad Boys Three. And shout outs to Bad Boys Three because a lot of things that I'm noticing about these movies is that they um they're having like a good soundtrack. Like they bring it back the art of the DJ soundtrack. Khaled did the soundtrack. And it was really nice. They had the City Girls, Meek Mills opened the movie up. Mm -hmm. It was a good movie Axel. overall. It was a great. It was the best Bad Boys. Like, out of one, two, and three, I feel like it was the best one. Um, it was a great movie. It was a great experience. Well, all right, the experience of seeing the movie was really ghetto. You know when black movies come out. Where, what movie did, did you I go to? I went to Court Street. That's why. No, That's why you right. fucked up. When I tell you, it was so ghetto. You had one man. He had the original T-Mobile ringtone, ringing mad loud, like, ding, 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 like, every five <laughs> seconds. Then you had um little kids and their family Why yelling you and screaming. Why you bring kids to that? No. Then you got people, um... 
eating plates and stuff in the movie theater, full bone halal food in the movie theater. Oh, that was me. I'm like, no, this is too ghetto for me. I don't like this. I used to do that. I used to bring Chipotle, eat my that's, bowl. That's so back in the days to come in um the movie theater mm-hmm. with a whole plate of food. Like you could go to like me when I when we bought our tickets or whatever, we had like 30 minutes in time to like go, you know. So we went to Popeyes. It's right next to Koshi Movie Theater. Mm-hmm. Go eat. Don't come in the movie theater with a plate of food. Then you using your flashlight to separate your food. You drinking water. <laughs> that's mad ghetto. Nobody got time for that. that. I used to go to the Dollar Project. <laughs> All right, but we're going to get into some things today. So I want to start off talking about the Grammys. As you know, the Grammys was two weeks ago, but the Grammys is receiving like a lot of backlash because viewership was down by 12%. And it was like... That's a, surprising to people? Th- th- no, but that... It's not surprising because they don't really nominate the artists that we listen to. Mm-hmm. Like whether even and you listen... White. Whether it's the black hip-hop artists or like the pop and pop artists, like... Justin Bieber is one of the biggest pop artists, and, and he hasn't been nominated in three years. Nothing, nothing, nada. So they was um the Grammys viewership was down twelve percent. People are not happy with the um people who are nominated. Then you had the lady exposing the Grammy, saying that it's about a business plans and stuff like that. I can believe it. Then um Diddy went on the Grammys and he judged them for not having enough diversity and representation for hip hop, and a lot of people was mad because. Camila Cabello, which is the girl from Fifth Harmony, she sung some song, some sad song to her dad or whatever, but people are not forgetting about her racist um, text messages when she was calling Normani and the other girls of Fifth Harmony a nigga. Yeah. So it was just like so much backlash coming with the Grammys. Because it was is, a mess. Only thing that was good was I love to see um, Lil Nas X. He was killing it. With the BTS, I'ma take my horse to the old town road. The only thing I liked from that was Ariana Grande. Other than that, I feel and like then the he had the little yodeling boy from the Walmart. I thought that was so cute. He brought the yodeling boy out. I hate little Nas X. I love him. I maybe not so much the music, cause it's it's it's, a, it's music. I feel like little, anybody 16 and older bang with him really really hard. But I just love what he represents as a person. Like he did it on his own. He's kind of an industry plant, but he's like, yeah, I'm an industry plant, and I'm making this money, and you ain't got to worry about him. You ain't hearing Lil Nas X on the corner. I don't like sugar him. Bugger. I don't like Fat Lizzo. I don't like none of them. Leave Lizzo you alone. Know, no, you know I'll be ready to get Lizzo fat ass together. I'm, I'm like the guy, leave Britney alone. Leave Lizzo alone. So my question is, do you think people still watch the Grammys? Like, no, I, I didn't watch it at all. I just watched the performances on YouTube right after. Because yeah. I, I couldn't, I could care less. I, like I just said, I wanted to see Lil Nas X. I wanted to see Demi Lovato because I, I, I'm a big Demi Lovato stan because I think Sis can sing. Um, I wanted to see Ariana Grande, and I wanted to see who else. Oh. She didn't even want to be there. You could tell you could Ariana tell didn't want to be there. She was over it, over it, over it. Yeah. If, she, if she could check out, she would have checked out. I don't feel like um. And the fits, because I like to watch the fits. I don't feel like people watch the Grammys because it's trash. Like I feel like we want to see the hood artists. Like I'm not gonna lie, I love like. A lot of us now, we like hood music, so it's like, we don't want to see these pop-ass artists. We want to see Smooth L. We want to see Pop Smoke. We want to see the ghetto people. Like, I love, like, we Pop love... Pop Smoke ain't never going to no motherfucking Grammys. <laughs> Street music is really taking over. Like, people yeah. don't want to hear these Even the white kids want... artists no more. Even the white kids want to be down. Yeah. Like, they want to be woo. Like, they, they want to be woo. in the streets. Like <laughs> They want to do the woo. So the Grammys just need to catch up, and they need to, like... Um, nominate real people that we really listen to. Low key, you see, even um, lo- people were super surprised that even Coffee got her uh her Grammy. Cause it's like, whoa, she's black, she's a lesbian, she's Jamaican, and she beat out a Marley. It was that was like a big. <gasps> you know when the Grammys grabber. fucked up for everybody that year when Beyonce lost that award to Beck. 
That's when the, ever since that happened, the yeah, Grammys yeah, went like, who downhill. Who the fuck is Beck? Or when they Beck nominated, you? I was like Beck from you. When they nominated Jay for um six um awards and he ain't win none. Not that's when the Grammys really went down. Like it's some certain things don't add up. Like two plus two equals four. Not one plus three equals six. Like some shit don't add up. Just like this Billie Eilish girl. That shit didn't add up to me. Like she got some she got a bop because they plays it in the great in the gay clubs. Sisters banging with Billie Eilish. But but strong but. I don't think she should have won as many as she did. She was deserving of certain categories. But Best New Artist, nah. I don't know. I feel like Billie Eilish, I don't have no feelings on her and her zombie music that she make. And it feel like that Jeepers Creepers is chasing you, about to kill you. I just but, want somebody to color her hair. I hate that hair color. I hate it. Let's move on. Let's go about, let's move on to this Sunday. That was last Sunday. Let's go to this Sunday. All right. So this Sunday was the Super Bowl. And as we know, it, we said earlier, it was San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City won. Um, this is their first time they've ever been, been to the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowls were going on for 56 years, and they have never been, and this is their first big win. So they really was riding. They was coming hard. They were beasts. Um, their quarterback. I don't know shit about football. I love football so much. I love contact sports. Um, the quarterback, he won MVP. Uh, his last name is... Running through my head real quick. I'll get back to you and I'll look it up. Um, but he won MVP. He's only like 23 years old. And fun fact, him and Machine Gun Kelly, who was signed to Bad Boy Records, which we'll talk about in a little bit, are used to go to rivalry high schools and they knew each other. And Machine Gun Kelly told him, yo, bro, you got that signed. You're going to make it to the Super Bowl next year. He said, I bet you. And he said, I didn't believe him. And he said, look, we here. So Machine Gun Kelly better like 100 grand on him and double his money or whatever, which is super cute and cool. Um, fast forward to... Um, the national anthem. So you know the NFL has told, made it very clear and aware that if anybody does any type of political protest during the national anthem, during the Super Bowl, they will have harsh, serious consequences, which will result in them maybe not having their jobs, um, pay cuts, and they may not be returning for the next season, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So as they were singing the national anthem, which my good sis, Auntie Yolanda Adams, did, and Demi Lovato, uh, we can see... People who wanted to stand in solidarity and people who didn't because certain people didn't put their hands over their hearts. Um, they just kind of held their heads down. Yeah. They was in the back kind of holding the cut because they really wanted to sit down, but they were kind of forced. Their hand was forced. Um, but it was very mixed emotions. The cameramen were super shady and super petty because they was definitely in um, a lot of, of the football players' faces who they know stand for Kaepernick, especially on the San Francisco 49ers, which was Kaepernick's old team before he got um, eliminated. So they were definitely zooming in to make sure you could see the emotion and agitation of them not wanting to be able to, ha not them having the liberty to um, protest. Then we're going super fast forward to what everybody's really talking about and the internet is buzzing about Instagram, social, um, Twitter, Facebook, aunties, uncles, abuelas, tias, hermanos, hermanas. Is talking uh, about don't start that Spanish stuff because now I feel like y'all in the elevator speaking Spanish and I'm the only one who don't speak Spanish. Well, you better get your um, Rosetta Stone and catch the fuck up. No, y'all better start speaking English when you want. No. But anyways, the Super Bowl halftime was with our good sis, our aunties, and every Latina, Afro-Latinas, true, low-key black people too, had is Shakira and J-Lo. My personal opinion, I think Shakira showed J-Lo's ass up. Because J-Lo can't sing. But keep going, because hey, I'm about to... Hey, that's what I just going. about to say, because J-Lo can't sing, and Shakira was doing them hip hips, 
and singing. We can because then low key Lady, Lady Gaga threw shade the night before and said there better not be any lip singing. Go ahead, go, give your opinion because I'm about to tear them the fuck up. <laughs> I'm about to tear them up. Lady Gaga um, was performing the night before the Super Bowl and she made it very clear because she is a Super Bowl veteran as well. She said that she better not see no lip singing because she gonna call him out because you know Lady Gaga is mother for singing. Yeah, singing. she can sing her ass off. And sings live every time. Don't lip sing, whatever. So we open up with Shakira. Shakira does her her fan favorites, whatever, whatever. Uh, she Wolf, um, the Waka Waka, hey, hey. Yeah. She did um, Hips Don't Lie. She played the drums. She played the guitar. And she, when I say Shorty was doing the hella toe in that gold outfit, I was like, oh, Shakira learned from the bra. She was doing the hella toe. Mm, I'm about to tear them off. Go ahead. Then. Um, J-Lo gave us a definitely a hustler's moment. She thought she was back in the movie swinging on the pole. She'd have been nice in that black leather. She did. But when she started swinging on the pole, I said, oh, this bitch thought she was back in hustlers. Mm, she did. Then, um, fast forwarding a couple of minutes, she bought, they also bought out Bad Bunny and... Her daughter. Her daughter, Bad Bunny, and J Balvin, which are also Puerto Rican um, rappers. Bad Bunny came out and did a sample of like, I Like It Like That, which is the song he's called with Cardi B. And J Balvin did a remix of, um... Mi Gente, which is the remix of that Beyonce's also on. Hmm. Point one. And then she was in that back latex outfit. Didn't it remind you of Beyonce's um, Super Bowl it outfit? It was very Janity. It was very Beyonce two years ago in the Super Bowl. It was. With but, her Versace belt. What I feel about the halftime show is I feel like that the NFL is definitely trying to get the Latin vote because they know that they've been losing like a lot of Latin viewership. Then I also feel like um about the halftime show, one thing that I did like was I did like how um basically... They did the um the kids in the cage to represent how the um the government has been treating um immigrants or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what I did not like is that how the hell you um you Shakira and you J Lo y'all both got famous through black people. No offense, they did get famous because J Lo got popping through Ja Rule and Shakira got popping through Wyclef. Why wasn't Wyclef or Ja Rule there? How you gonna do hips don't lie and you don't got um so he- Wyclef saying no fighting? Like how you don't got um Wyclef said he's still getting the check. How you don't got um. What's his name? Ja Rule there. And ja Because he's canceled. Ja Rule's canceled. He's still trying to do Firefest over again. He's so canceled. Ja Rule, but Ja Rule made you like, without, if Ja Rule didn't give her that endorsement in that pink sweatsuit, J-Lo would have never been popping. Then another thing is, as J-Lo, you know that a lot of your songs that you got that made you popping, Ashanti, Ashanti wrote them <laughs> and, sang and the sung them. Yep. So why you don't have Ashanti there? Why you don't have Ja there? You not showing love to the people that made you who you was. Then I feel like, I feel like the Super Bowl knew they was wrong because how you gonna have Beyonce and even Cardi B? You got Beyonce and Cardi B there. I'm not gonna lie, I don't like Cardi B, but Cardi should have been performing the halftime show. Or even a, a, another Beyonce, because nobody killed it as Beyonce, like like Beyonce killed it since she did the Super, the halftime show, other than Bruno, and he still brought Beyonce out. And Bruno and Michael Jackson, that is like the top ones. Yeah, I feel like you. They want, they're not icon like Shakira. She pleasantly surprised she's me. She's but, but low key, she's a Latin icon because people don't realize that Shakira been doing music, especially Latin Latin culture for forever. I grew up on Shakira. No, but my thing is Shakira. She pleasantly surprised me. Like people who are not Latin like me, she she shocked us. And, and y'all don't, as I said, sis look good. Sis, Shakira is forty eight years old with four whole kids. Like but, she got a two year old home and them hips was. She she ate J Lo up. Like people she, thought yeah. that J Lo was gonna come and mm-hmm. eat her up. She ate J Lo up. And then my mm-hmm. thing is like showed her up on her own performance. My thing is if you know that you're gonna perform at the halftime show. Get vocal training like J Lo, daughter outsung her. Like J Lo doesn't sing, she danced her. Like you said, she danced her way through that halftime show. She Shakira, did it. Shakira pulled. She said, "All right, I thought I was just a singer and a belly dancer. Nope, here's this guitar." But 
talk. But we don't want to see drums. You, we don't want to see you dance your way through a halftime show. We here to see you sing. It's dances for that. Like mm-hmm. you know Beyonce. Like Beyonce danced her, her ass off. But when it came time for that halftime show, she said, "All right, I'm gonna pull back on the dance and let me show y'all that I can really sing. I'm gonna sing and I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna sing in this and still look like and sound great. I'm not gonna sound washed out. Yeah, Jada was washed up. Washed up. She was giving you a hustler's moment. She was giving you. She served you looks. She gave you Granny and um and um and leather. And then another thing I didn't like. A Rod like, was bigger her up. Od, did you see that clip? Her performance wasn't original. Like I feel like Beyonce did the leather already. Janet did the leather already. And then I feel the like see through's been done before. I feel like Katy Perry did the see through sequence. Madonna did the stripper pole. Yeah. You gotta. I I never feel like the reason with J Lo is the disconnect from me and J Lo. I never feel a genuineness. Like I never feel like uh something new. I always feel like she just taking something somebody else did and remix it. And that's why Shakira really shine. That's why Shakira shine because she was original. Nobody ever seen somebody. I can play the drums. Like you know, Alicia Keys bust the piano, but nobody seen a female play the drums. She jumped in the crowd. She was switching fast. And she, singing while they was carrying her. Like yeah, girl, Shakira you, did that. Shakira ate that ass up. But I wasn't a fan of the halftime show. I feel like they could they could have done a little better. I, for for what we know J Lo to be, I definitely thought we can. She, we, they could have done um a lot better. But it was very good. At, and because they are the first Latino and the Latino women to do it, I congratulate them 150. percent I appreciated that like they bought out Bad Bunny and J Balvin because they are Latin artists and not really a mainstream music. And Bad Bunny, you know, he's super androgynous and they record him a bunch of stuff. Adios amigos. I love it. Bye. All right. And other Beyonce news, we talked about Beyonce, and one of the things is that Tommy Lauren, you know the lady, the, the white lady. I fucking hate that that avocado on the face ass stupid so, bitch. She wrote a tweet saying basically how um Jay-Z, she called him a, a crack dealer, a former crack dealer, saying how mm-hmm. Jay-Z and Beyonce didn't stand for the national anthem, and people was dragging them, saying that they not really American or patriotic yeah. because they didn't stand up. And my thing is, one, how you didn't know they was tired? They are busy people, like... Everybody doesn't stand up for the national anthem. Yeah, she says, Beyonce, Jay-Z, former crack dealer, sits down for the national anthem because apparently the United States of America has oppressed them with millions upon millions of dollars and fans. Sounds rough. Maybe they should try another uh, country that allows them to live, have a little bit more freedom and success. And that's ignorant because if you didn't know, Jay-Z went to Cuba and they lived in Cuba for a while when Americans couldn't go to Cuba. Exactly. Jay-Z and Beyonce, they was having babies, they was buying gold. Like... Tommy Lauren just wants to be involved so bad. She already got fired from like two different jobs already. And my thing is, the American anthem is not that deep. If I'm tired and I want to sit down, I've been working all day, I'm going to sit down. It's not that deep because America has never stood up for us as black people. So why am I standing up for it? And then people don't understand Jay-Z and Beyonce, they're businesses. Like they work 24-7. Like they might be tired and they stand in the suite. They don't know that the camera going to show them sitting and down. They don't, and uh, frankly, uh, they, I don't give a fuck if it did. Like I said, America's never stood up for black people not one time. Every time they they had to take it like they were able to cradle black people or hold us down they have let us down every time so now let me let America know I'm gonna sit my ass here as comfortable as I can be without the white man saying something to me and I'm you could sing your little song but I'm gonna sit here if it's not um, and that's my American I'm using air quotes right to sit the fuck down if it's not um lean on me I'm not gonna be clapping or doing oh the black national anthem if I don't hear alright so we're gonna move on to our next segment of the show which is called this week in music and basically I'm gonna get in rundown of a lot of new releases and new music is out so basically k michelle released her new album all humans are monsters and it's really good um some of the highlights from the album is her song called that game um fade to black like jay um the rain and um superhood a boogie has released his long-awaited um single king of my city 
and it's alright. Um, Little Nas has released a good bop. Um, it's his song called Rodeo. It's a remix of Rodeo featuring Nas, and I he calls him it. Big Nas. Yeah, I love it. I think it's so cute. It was a good play because the verse, but the but the remix with Nas on, I think that's a good publishing. I think that's a good um elevation. It's a marketing because Lil Nas, Big Nas. Nas, and also like it it, the, it went together and meshed well. It looks, it makes him, it takes him out of the kitty bop like. Um, birthday party music yeah. genre. I mean, people take it more seriously. That you got the respect of, of Nas to be on your track. And other news, Nicki Minaj is back on social media and back with a new song with Megan Trainer. And, and I hate that. Part. I love that song. I love her verse. I I like. I'm not gonna listen to because it's a pop song, but I love her verse. Like I skip. It's cute. Like the video is cute. The video is the cute. video is about feminism and women in the workplace. Yeah, they gave looks in that video. They 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 tore that video up and I love the song. I'm not gonna lie, like it's really catchy, like yummy. So I'm gonna keep listening to it because the words, like songs with the words like in it are really catchy. Like like Mariah Carey, it's like that, y'all. Mm, like a lot mm. of them songs with like is catchy. Then Lil Wayne has released his um new album, Funeral. And that goes hard. And it's popping. And allegedly this is his last album. He said he's not making no more albums. He don't need to. But he doesn't need to. It's a good album. Yeah, that goes. And I love that on the last track on the album, he le- he left 24 seconds of silence in it in memory of Kobe. Literally, it's, it's to the T. Like he he spits the last word and it's 24 seconds of just dead air. And he was just like, it's for, that was for Kobe. R.I.P. Kobe Bryant. Um, oh also, Eminem has released some new music as well. And he is wildin'. The track with him and Young Young M.A., oh my God. Okay, so we're going to move on to our next segment, which is Love is in the Air. So I want to start off with the first segment. Sources are saying that Rihanna and A$AP Rocky are officially together. The two have been sharing hotel rooms together over the past weekend. So, I'm here for it. You think so? Ever since Fashion Killer, I thought they was going to be together because... They, I feel like they just have that same, like, swag, like, I don't know, but I always, in my head, there always been a couple since Fashion Killer. And all the funny shit, I'm not gonna lie to you, I really feel like ASAP Rocky is gay. I keep telling people that, like, people keep saying they together because they see, like, they see each other together, see each other together. You think he's her husband? Gu- he's like, her husband. I think ASAP Rocky is gay, like, the gay little Whoopi Goldberg. He's her husband. He like, I think, they were together. Yeah, I think they just friends. They just go in these hotel rooms, they paint each other nails and stuff like that. Nah, I think it's a Like you know, down. you know, I'm dead. Shout out to Marky. You know, um, how um, whatever, the um, you know how basically like um, when gay men be with their female friends, people always be like, oh, they gotta be going out together. They gotta be together. So I think that's the situation because ASAP Rocky give me feminine vibes. ASAP Rocky gives me BDE though. Loki, he just cause he say he hate black women, but sometimes when he talk, he give you that BDE. Him and ASAP Ferg. ASAP Ferg. And, and that's why he canceled, cause he don't like black women. Cause even with the sex tape, it was some white Russian girl moaning and whatever. Yeah, but um, ASAP Ferg, ASAP Rocky, y'all give me BDE, so you wanna. Girl, bye. All right, so congratulations are in order to Sierra and Russell Wilson. The couple is having their third child. And as you know, Sierra's body is going to be popping as usual, like, even as she's pregnant. You see her um, twerking at, at the after party? With the um the Seahawks dress? Yes, I yes. was like, yes, girl, let them know that baby in the back. <laughs> Sierra's Sierra body been popping since goodies. She was a little rough looking, but now she's a baddie and, like, and I love mom. her. And I a love- mom and bad. And, like, it's, I just, I think it's so good that people love her so much because, like, she's a baddie. She look good. She feel good. She got a good ass man. And the future over here looking crazy in these streets. Yeah, I just feel like Sierra's happier. I love, like, how her, her husband takes care of the child that's not even his. And how he I'm, takes care of her, how he talks about how he looks at her. Like, oh, speaking of Sierra, K. Michelle got a song on the album called um, Sierra's Prayer. It's a good album. Tell you gotta go listen to that album. Okay, I'm taking it. All right, so also a love is in the air. This is new. Um, sources and a lot of the blogs are saying that Megan Thee Stallion is now dating G Easy, and a lot of the people are not here for that. They feel like 
Megan is like above a, a race trainer. They feel like um she's above dating G Easy. Um, some people like it, some people don't. Shout out to Zakia and Nina. I see y'all on here. But a lot of people just don't feel like they're a good fit. And I mean, race is so who's who says race trainer? You would not date no white person. I mean. So don't don't G try to sit here. G Easy, I tell you, MGK is my vanilla king. So like, uh, cause, all right? They give BDE too. All I'm gonna say is happy Black History But anyways, happy Black History Month. But hey Janelle, happy Black History Month, y'all. We not gonna do this. I don't think the race trade thing. I just think that Megan's maybe above him because G Easy, we see how he what his his relationship unfolded with Halsey. That he has his flaws, especially with his drug addiction and things like that. And they say he, he's always off the sugar booger and he love to fight. And I feel like he get with the stallion one time and she make two nah, pieces Megan ass. Look, you know Tape Megan like she with two pieces, nigga. I said, um, something made me laugh because I was on Facebook and somebody said, um, G Easy looks like Megan's girlfriend. Because she mm. told it him and they was laying in the bed and he was like right here. Yeah, but he's 6'3, so yeah, she, because was she like 5'11 or something like that? And then she was 6 and she was like about 6'4, so yeah. No, did you see the picture of her feet? They tried to play her at the, um. Yes. Oh my god, her, Megan toes. And then I tried to go on her Instagram and look at her feet and she stopped all her pictures at her knee. So I'm like, oh my god, those is her feet. So I went feet to Dapper. I went to Dapper Dan page and her big toe is longer than everything on her feet. Her, no, her second toe is longer than the big toe on all of them. I was like, Megan, you need to shave that toe down or something. She look, them feet look crazy. That's that probably will help her balance. That toe, that toe's probably the grip, the them grip the, toe. She got them twerking feet. That's why the big, the middle toe probably help grip, it grip the, the flow, so she could just. It ain't her. What if it's not her knees? What if it's her toes that help her twerk so good? I don't know, but them toes was nasty. We gonna move on to our next segment though, y'all, which is called Reality Bites. It's short today and sweet today, so we just gonna get to it. So we're gonna start off with Love & Hip Hop New York. Chrissy claims that she's in a different place in her life, uh, and she doesn't want it to get married to her longtime boyfriend, Jim Jones. Shoo, 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 Chrissy. Chrissy, that's a cop-out. You know that nigga never gonna marry you, so you gotta, you gotta accept I, it. You gotta accept it. That's how I feel. I feel like Chrissy is just like, you know what, I've been with him. You know what, they've been boyfriend and girlfriend since I was 13 years old. I am now 22. She is still not married. She done proposed to him. He, he done, done proposed to her. her. Take care his kid, your crazy-ass mama. Physicotic bitch. Like, come on, girl. That's a cop out. Just, that's just saying you need to hold me down. So I know you're not going to marry me. I'm not going to marry you. Yeah, she and gave up. She said, I'm, she said, look, you I'm don't want to marry it. me. I'm done. Especially because they live together two separate states for two years. Like, girl, ain't no motherfucking way. I live in Miami and you live here in Jersey and we we together. And I'm in the two. Are you stupid or is you dumb? I don't feel like they're a real couple. You know, I feel like they just, they was like, you know what? Let's just get this bag for the season. I feel like they both doing like, their side thing. I feel like they the, the auntie and uncle who never got married, but they got a bunch of kids together. And it's like, if anybody talked to her, he ready to fight. And then anybody talked to her, she like, claiming that's my man. Like, you know how you always got the one auntie and one uncle that never commit, but they committed? Yeah. That's what they like. Yeah, but basically, um, somebody trying to shave me, say you're not 22, you're 23. I don't care, I'm 23 and I'm popping. <laughs> but we're going to move on. Congratulations in order to Yannis and Medici's because Medici's is finally home Medici's for prison. Medici's is home, they feel the real one. He did four years in prison. He had a seven-year sentence. Um, He was he in jail. I do think he's, I don't know. I'm never going to say he snitched. Shout out to Yandy and Medici's. All I'm going to say is. Ma Martin Luther, what they call Martin Luther Yandy. No, yes, they got, no. They read Yandy for when she got maced and they was calling her Martin Luther Yandy. <laughs> And how she got up and had the um crutch on her arm after she got maced. I will always live for that moment when Yandy got maced. And the um her um adopted daughter was like, Ma, get up, Ma, Ma. 
Shout out to Yandy and Infinity, yo. I can't take it. Yeah, but shout out to Mendeecee. He's out. And I feel like it's good for her because her storyline on the show was getting boring. Word. And I feel like people was trying her because her man was in jail. So now oh, I want to see how people react when to it, her now that he's out. Mendeecee's whole... And I give him that credit. Like, Mendeecee's puts the voice... that He's the voice, like... In there, I hope he ain't snitched. I really hope I hope he, he didn't snitch. And I hope my next season, because I know they probably filming now. Because uh, Erica gave um, breaking news Erica gave birth to her baby yesterday, so I know that's gonna be in there too. Yeah. And Mandisi's gonna be like, So, what's up? So, all this chat, chit chat, you and Kimbella, what's up? You and Chris, what's up? Keep that same no. energy now. You you think he not? He gonna flex on mad at them niggas who's talking shit on him. That's crazy. You think he not gonna flex? I, know, I hope I hope they bring back the baby mamas though, because the season with the baby mamas was, was good. good. Was really good, yes. They yes. was trying to tear Yandy up. And remember Yandy cousin ran on stage and was like, what boo? Yeah, her cousin was a real one for that and shit. And Yandy was like, I don't know who that is. That's me with my cousins. <laughs> my cousins will run up and I'll be like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, period. It was my cousin Nina. My cousin Nina just tore you up. That's that's the big thing when you gotta call Nina, yo Nina, come through. Tear one, it up. That's one call. Yo, handle this. Son, I got mad cousins, I ain't gonna lie. I used to live in a um, three-bedroom apartment Van Dyke projects with all my cousins and my aunts. Like, we was all in there like Puerto Rican Mexicans, okay? <laughs> we had the clown car. I cannot. Basically, so we're gonna move on to our next reality show, which is Real Housewives. This is not really about a specific housewives, but it's about the whole franchise in general. So as a franchise, they're shaking things up and they're removing some of the um, OGs from the shows, like Vicky Gumbelson, who is one of the, she's the original housewife. Mm-hmm. And she started the whole franchise in um, OC, which is Orange County. Mm-hmm. And Tamara Judge, is, who's also the original housewife, she had to take a pay cut from not from almost a million dollars to two hundred fifty thousand, and she only got to do three episodes. Vicky is completely fired now. So since then, both ladies have quit the show, and now rumors are going around that Atlanta will also be doing the thing, um, same thing with a shakeup, and that they are trying to get rid of Mimi, who is the original housewife Nini of Atlanta, and they're also saying that they're trying to fire a few others like Cynthia and Eva. So mm-hmm. how do you feel about that? Do you feel like um shows that started off with people? Should like like say we was on a reality show and you was the original. Do you feel like the show should take you off just because like y'all been on for so many seasons or do no, you feel like they should keep them? I feel like those people you need to keep because those are the familiar faces. Those are the personalities that you can count on. Period. When you start put adding new people in it, it changes the the feel of a show. Yeah. Like Love and Hip Hop is going through that. That's why they bring in old, old people back because. You missed the essence of the ratchetness. Yeah, like, like when they took Jocelyn off, I wasn't feeling that. Well, Jocelyn left. But like, you yeah. see how they bring Erica back. They bring in Cynthia. They bring Sin back. They bought, they bring in Yandy back. They bring Chrissy. They bring in Kimbella. They bring Olivia's in, Olivia. This week. Olivia's this week. Like, they're bringing the originals back because you need that familiarity to. Sometimes to the formula just works. It just works. Like, you know that Rich and Erica in the room is going to give you something. Olivia and Rich going to bring you something. Uh, Chrissy and everybody going to bring you something. They need to bring Emily low key back too because Emily was there being quiet, being the low key pro- The stupid one. And But the stupid one, you need the dumb one to bring the, the chemistry back. It doesn't, like I said, when you start adding new people, you don't know how they're going to work. Um, that's why, also... I'm trying to like figure out like how to explain it. You you need to make your viewers feel at home. Yeah. Like they can count on your show. Like familiarity. Like yeah, that word. Like I can count on show. Like if I'm turning this on, I know I'm gonna know somebody on this show, where they from, where they start I'm gonna know their story. Even if I come out, come back in. Gaza. Like that. You're gonna know who I am. You're gonna parlay into the show. Yeah. So when you start and then a lot of people, especially people who are watching housewives, are housewives themselves. So you're starting to add these new younger girls in here. Most of these people don't know where the hell they come from. Or who they are. Or who they are. I feel like um, when you have a reality show, I definitely feel like you should shake things up and add new people, but I don't feel like you should take away the OGs. You like, need to shuffle them out. 
However, I do feel like Nene Leaks do need to get off the show oh, she because needs to go. she's becoming toxic to herself and people around her. I definitely feel like they should take Eva off because it's only she hasn't been given a lot of jobs because she's been pregnant the past two seasons. But you can be pregnant and messy too, but she's just like. Oh. Yeah, I feel like Cynthia should stay because she's about to get married. But I feel like when you want a reality TV show, it's all about the cast. Bring the I feel mess. like keep the old people, but um. If you're gonna take people off, take off people that aren't really like doing. Or pregnant. Anything. If you're pregnant, you come off the season. And then come I feel like bring on new people that gonna, that works good with the old people. Mm -hmm. Like keep the OGs because people want to feel like, oh, we know her, we've seen her grow. Mm -hmm. People want to watch you from when you ain't have nothing to when now you have it all. Yeah, like how we saw Needy come from 27 piece wigs to lace fronts. Yeah, we want to see the come up. We want to see the journey. We don't want to just meet somebody and they already boom, they already rich. No, we want to see you start off poor and then get to that you're winning now, and we feel like we won because you won. Yeah, that's what people want to. Want to grow with you. All right. So we're going to move on to our next segment in the show, which is called Beef in the Streets. It is not Beef in the Sheets. It's not Beef in the Streets. It's Beef in, in the, the streets. streets. Okay. And we're going to start off with a little money bag, yo, versus Megan and his hoe, a.k.a. Ari, Ari. Fletcher, <laughs> a.k.a. Industry Thought, a.k.a. AKA <laughs> get this bag by any means. A.k.a. I was at the Grammys in the Rock Nation brunch and I don't even do shit. A.k.a. no talent, but I'm everywhere that talent is. A.k.a. my new nigga got my wig in his pocket. A.k.a. Tay Sidekick. <laughs> But basically, we're going to get into a lot of things because lately, over the weekend, Moneybag Yo and Megan have been throwing like little jabs at each other, mostly him at her, because she hasn't really been responding. She doesn't care about him. So basically, as we know, the two used to go out for about six months. They had a little relationship, and it ended. Moneybag Yo took to his Instagram to say, if she's a stallion and she's always musty, is she now a Mustang? Oh, and shit. then Ari took to her Twitter after, while she was at the Rock Nation brunch, basically saying that um someone was a catfish and they don't really look how they look in Instagram. So a lot of people were saying she was saying that Megan doesn't really look how she looks on Instagram. And for those of you who know, Moneybag Yo released a um, project, a little album. I don't know if it's an album or EP, EP. But he released a project and he has a song also called Bitch. Because you know Megan has a song called Bitch. Bitch. And then his song, he's slightly shading Megan, you could tell. And he's just throwing jabs at a lot of his exes. And yeah, that's basically what's going on. And then... Um, like I said, Super Bowl went down in Miami, and today we wake up and we see that Moneybag Yo snatched Ari. He decapped, she says. Yeah, he, he snatched, snatched her whole wig off. He snatched up 32 off her head, like, bitch, please. And had the meeks out. You sure was meeks? Because I heard that hairline is going back, back, Ari? back, back, back. Ari Yes, girl. They mm. said, where's the edges? Oh, where, oh, where has her edges gone? Oh, where, oh, where can they be? No, Ari don't got edges. Yeah, they've seen in the... Got no idea. So her friends is kind of running and putting her in the car for you get to see them. But the crazy part is I feel like Moneybag, yo, he looks dumb because, like, you start with Megan, she's not really worried about you. I feel like even if she say stuff, she put it in her music. like. And she don't really talk about you because, really, your relationship really was, it wasn't a relationship. It was more It was, a, like, six months. Or something. It was a industry relationship. Like, they put y'all two together to brand y'all She No, she made him. She made him. She stupid. made him pop. And then he was in the bed on Ari before all of this and on Ari um, Insta Live. It's like, I don't give a fuck how many kids I have. I'm going to have some motherfucking more to take care of all the motherfucking kids. That's disgusting. You, you sound dirty. You sound like... Is a sharpshooter. You're disgusting. Yeah. That means you're just up out here shooting up clubs. Like. Him, mm. he on his future. So yeah. if I'm going to give anybody a W in this beef, I'm going to give it to Megan, Megan because she's not really responding and she's doing big things with her album. Her single bitch is doing very well, better than his whole it. album. I love it. And she's a part of the Birds of Prey soundtrack, the Harley Quinn movie. And that song hits. And her song with Normani is really hitting. And she has a Beyonce feature coming up. So if you could get Beyonce, Beyonce in the studio, you, you don't win it. W. Because Beyonce, she's low-key retired. And um, Megan ain't out here decapped, yeah. Ari. So Ari looked dumb. Moneybag Yo looks dumb. And we're going to move on to the next beef. 
Chief. We have Wendy Williams versus Tommy from Love and Hip Hop. So on the Wendy Williams show, she talked about how Rob Kardashian is now dating the Love and Hip Hop star Tommy. She got the information from the Jasmine brand. And during the show, Wendy showed all of Tommy's mug shots, all 30. And her crowd was just laughing. <laughs> and they was looking at how she looks different in every mug shot. And they talked a about wig her. and a weave was different in every one. She got to switch it up, you know? They talked about how Tommy was arrested for theft. Um, boosting, credit card scamming, and her latest charge beating up her daughter. And prostitution too. Prostitution as well. And how um, she paid to get her body redone. And Wendy said she tried to pay to look more feminine and she looks tighter. And basically, Tommy seen that and dragged Wendy for the whole day. Literally. She basically said that um, Wendy, she she wanna um, have a roast challenge with Wendy, a roast battle. Yeah. She's gonna drag Wendy all the way back to the, um, the sober house. Then she said Wendy, she talked about Wendy being on cocaine, the booger sugar. Her and ankles. She, she, went for, she went for her ankles She talked too. about them thick ass ankles because if you know, you know I always talk about the air she is said thick her like ankles like Slim Jims. I was down. She said they like Swisher Sweets. I was fucking weak. The air is thick like Wendy Williams' ankles and you know I always talk about them big ass ankles. But she said Wendy, your ankles like Swisher Sweets. That shit took me out. I fucking looked at that shit 12 times. And I just feel like it was unnecessary for Wendy to show Tommy's 30 mug shots because people already seen them. You Google how they pop up. But for Wendy's audience, because Wendy also caters to Caucasian women, so white women do not know who Tommy is, so that you need to put it up. Like, sis, if you're going to do the crime, you need to just, hey, like... If I was a criminal, I wouldn't want every time I go somewhere people showing my mug shots. <laughs> Bitch, make sure it look good. Make sure your eyebrows and your lips not chapped. You can't, you can't um, levitate. Like, you can't grow. You want me to be not a prisoner? Not 30 times. Once, two, maybe three. 30 times. 30 to, times, Alize. 30. You want me to be a prisoner for the rest of my life? 30 times, Alize. We are now six years away. You want me to be a prisoner? 30 times. 30 times. Let it go 30 times. No. Uh, let it go once, twice. Shame on you. Third time, I'm going to beat your ass and expose the shit out of you. What All you right, talking so about? Who you giving the W to in this beef? Low-key time because her comebacks is fire. I'm going to give the W to... I feel like it was a draw. You want to know why I feel oh, like it was I a draw? I thought you were going to say Wendy, bitch. No, I, I, I was. Did. I was, but I'm going to give it a draw because I feel like Wendy killed her with the 30 mug shots because now white people know. Everybody. And then I feel like Tommy killed her on social media. But it's easy to kill Wendy Williams because all you got to say, she's shaped like the letter P. Them ankles is thick as fuck. Her, her fainting. Her um her body is so unproportionate. Like you can't really cheating on her. Like, yeah, it's so easy to kill Wendy. So I'm going to give them a draw. I feel like it was a tie. They both violated each other. And we're going to move on from that. So over the weekend, it was a lot going on. And one of the beefs that popped up over the weekend was Starbrim mm. versus Riley. So this all started from the Met, um, the, um, Met Gala thing with Nikki. It wasn't the Met Gala. It was a fashion show. Oh, my God. The Definitely Icon party. party. It was the Icon party. And Nikki and Cardi got into this big thing. And Ra Ali had beat up Cardi. And she gave Cardi beat a knot. Yeah, she hit So Starbrim then said when she got out of jail, she said on her podcast, the first episode of Keeping It Butte, she said when she see Ra Ali, she said she's not going to touch Nikki because Nikki's well protected. She said when she see Ra Ali, she's going to smoke her. It's on site. And Ra Ali, you know she got the podcast called on site or whatever. Boom. So then after that, they was beefing. They've been beefing ever since. But months have passed. Time have passed. And Starbrim has a baby now. Starbrim is pregnant now. So she brought up she brought up the fact that basically, um, Starbrim said basically, like, it's still be for Ra, no matter what, when she see her. And Ra was talking about Starbrim on her podcast. So Starbrim said, basically, only time you get views is when you talk about me and my friends. She brought up how Ra, her husband, paid girls to do threesomes. Which is true. She talked about how the um, only reason Fabio did a Ra's show is because um, Ra, Ra Lee was trying to fuck Fabio. And she said how um, Kim Bella promised to have sex with um, Fabio's manager. 
And then she brought up um how Nicki don't fuck with Riley no more because Riley was telling all of Nicki business in the streets and stuff like that. And Star Brim just, she aired out everybody. She aired out all of their business. And she said she's not going to talk about this no more until she um give birth. And she said once she give birth, she knocking Ra Ali head off. And Ra Ali, if I was you, sis, invest in security because Star Brim is that bitch. She's, she's a ghetto. She's a flossy bitch. She's from my hood. She a little Remy. She's from my hood. And when Star say it, she mean it. She's going to knock her fucking block off. And I feel so bad for her. Ra Ali commented throwing shade like, oh, where's your baby father? She was just trying to and say like. she he got the tools, so you better shut the hell no, up, she Ra. posted basically that um her baby father was trying to talk to Ra or whatever. And then she was basically saying Star Brim is a bomb. She broke and all of this. And I just feel like. Star really won this beef because she, she violated Ra, her husband. She brought up their threesome. And she backed it up. She threw Kimbella under the bus saying Kimbella was trying to fuck people to, for um, airtime and radio time <laughs> and to promote this um this, Jewel's, um, Jewel's Jewel's album. <laughs> so then she just brought up like Starbrim with her everybody's throat and yeah. she violated it. Star's gonna give um Riley the business. Like you you take her lightly. She's a, a girl, a sis from my same hood. She is going to give you the business. So invest in security. I'm telling you, it may not be her. You make these. And Riley, she dumb. I'd have, I would have been like, um, sis, don't talk to me till you do a proper baby shower. Talk to me nice or talk to me twice. Because you know that baby shower was a hot ass man. Okay. <laughs> With that soggy ass ponytail, that soggy ass dress. She was sweating like a whole saucy Santana. She was looking bad at that baby shower. I didn't like it. it was, I know she. It was a ghetto ass man. And for her to be blood, that baby shower was really, really blue. Happy Black History Month. Okay. We're gonna move on to our next beef, our final beef we're gonna talk about, which is Mace versus Diddy. So as you know, Diddy spoke up at the um the Grammys about how diversity needs to be more in the Grammys and they need to showcase more hip hop music. Mm -hmm. So basically what had happened was Mace called out Diddy for shortchanging him in his career, only giving him 220K and stealing his publishing rights. So Mace tried years ago to pay Diddy for his publishing rights, giving him $2 million that he borrowed from the church or whatever. Then Mace accused Diddy of enslaving the race and his artists. And for those who don't know, it is a bad boy curse. Like a lot of Everybody. people have spoke about artists and bad boy having bad luck, dying or being in jail, or just not having money. For example, you have Biggie, you have who's passed away. You have Little Kim who houses in foreclosure. You have 112 who's who are barely holding on. 112 is barely holding on, performing at bar mitzvahs. You have Total who did not get paid for none of their songs. You have Day 26 who is now separated and performing at um little venues. Old Town, you what have, happened to them? You have Danity Kane that's broken up and now only two of them are together. You have um <laughs> Young Jock driving Ubers and on Love and Hip Hop with a perm. Shall we continue? We, uh, it's so much more. You got Craig Mack, um, who is, um, I think Craig Mack passed away. Yes. You got Mary J. Blige, who, who she got herself back together though. She had to leave you, but she had to depart herself from you. Yeah, too. I feel like she just now getting back together. You got um, Machine Gun Kelly, who um, who was going through a rough time and now he's back because he has a new deal with a new label. And, and he's and Machine Gun Kelly, um, because I'm a big diehard Machine Gun Kelly. Shout out to you, Machine Gun Kelly, my vanilla king. But Happy I, Black History Month. But I, <laughs> I love Machine Gun Kelly, but even he was saying that like um, early in his career, the reason why his first four, three albums came out the way they did is because he literally had told Diddy, he's like, either you going to put these shits out on the your label, I'm going to put them out Malika. So what you going to do? Yeah. And he had to, he literally had to like, um, hounds his way to get his music out because he has a really, really big fan base. He's like, I'm going to leak these shits or they coming out. And he had an Interscope and Bad Boy deal. He had a half a deal yeah. with Bad Boy. 
and he talked about the trials and tribulations, how him being on tour, how they trying to cut his tour budget. He said he came out of pocket plenty of times for tour that he went wanted to. And one time, uh, th- three years ago, four, three or four years ago, I went to go see him live in the PlayStation Theater, and that's when he had leaked his Alpha Omega album. And Diddy had to come out. He was like, yo, y'all got my boy out here. You know, Michigan Cuddy, I love him. Da, 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 da. This means first he came a Coke boy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a rock boy, sorry. Um, he was out there and Diddy came out and was copping up, please, saying like, oh, sorry, we had y'all waiting um, a year and a half for this album. We trying to make it perfect. And niggas and all his fans already knew that Diddy didn't want to, was trying to hold him in a contract. He's like, my boy said he really ride hard for y'all. If I didn't let him release it, he would have leaked it. So y'all lucky, y'all lucky. Y'all got love for y'all fans and I got love for him too. And people were just like, get the fuck off the stage. The only one that I feel like has done good that was signed to Diddy has been like French Montana. And I feel like French Montana has only did good because he um pandered to the white audience mm-hmm. and he attached himself to other artists that was doing good like Drake. He 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 did the extra work because he didn't want to be like the rest of the people. And separated himself quick too now. And then I feel like um Because I ain't got Coke boys. I feel like Diddy he he has made this eight million dollar eighty million eighty billion dollar fortune off of stealing from other black artists. And I feel like Diddy should just give Mace his publishing because at the end of the day you don't really need that. You're already rich. You're already an entrepreneur. You got some rock. You got things outside of music. Give this man what he worked for. He wrote the songs. Give him his credits. Like, Shoot, I'm thinking about all the boy bands now. You got me thinking B5, Old Town. Um, That's why Making the Band ain't coming back. They try to bring it back and people are like, no. I, like, I don't think anybody's going to um to go and be a contestant because they know they're doomed. I would go on Making the Band and then I would... um. I would make it all the way to the end, and when they put me in the group, I would quit and then look for another record deal because you just want the spotlight and the being on reality TV show. I wouldn't actually get signed to Diddy because you are now like signing your life away to fail. You assign yourself to the devil. You know you're gonna be famous and broke. That's what all, all the Diddy artists are. They're famous, famous well known, and broke. Like, like y'all have lifetime hits. Y'all are niggas of weddings, baby showers, graduations, like barbecue music, but you would never you be there digging in the garbage looking for cans and shit. Like how is that duality? Like how does that even go? Like sh- shout out to Mates for just putting him on blast. Like OD. I, I feel I like he had people, nothing to lose. People are scared to put like Diddy on blast, but Mace is one of the few artists who turned their life around. He now has a church. He's doing a lot of Shine. stuff. Shine. Yeah, shout out to Shine. A lot of people are like really like Mace turned his life Mario around. Mario Winans. Of, he got out of that rut. And he made a, a name for himself in Atlanta. He's like a big person yeah. in Atlanta. Like I'm thinking Mario, uh, Carl Thomas. Yeah, Carl Thomas Case. was another one. No, Carl Thomas had it bad because he had a lot of hits and still got violated in the end. Case. Shit. Everybody. I tonight. don't want to know what happened to him, though. Did he play them? If you're playing me, keep it on the low. It ain't nothing low about it when you're stealing $80 million. bank can't take it anymore. All right, so we're going to now move on. Oh, wait. So if we're going to give somebody a W in that beef, I'm going to definitely give the Mace. win to Mace because Mace. he's not afraid to speak up against somebody who has a lot of power in the industry, and a lot of people are scared to do that. So now we're going to move on to our next segment of the show, y'all, which is called Off My Chest. This is a new segment that I just made for me and Taylor to vent, get something off our chest, talk about what grinds our gears, and just say it to the people. I feel like this is a good opportunity for us to say what we want to say and let it out. So you want to go first or should I go first? Go first, puppy. All right. So in honor of Black History Month, I have two. But I want to start off with this one. My first one is... A lot of things that I have been seeing on the internet is which is people just like I, I spoke about this with you before because we speak a lot. Um, people praising white people or like for yeah. doing stuff that black Caribbean people or Spanish people do on the basics, like the ba- um a daily basis. I don't feel like that's cool. Like why are we praising a white person like for getting light? 
and we have black people that get light all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we not praising the black kids that's out here getting light? So that's one of the things that grinds my gears and I wanted to get off my chest. Another thing that grinds my gears and I wanted to get off my chest is that a lot of people don't know how to support. A lot of people want support and they want to be supported, but they don't know how to give support as well. And that's a big thing that I wanted to get off my chest. Me as a person, I'm one of those people, and Taylor can tell you, I support everybody. Everybody doing things, I shout you out. I shout out what you're doing. I want to support. I want to be there. So I feel like people should definitely, hey, y'all, people should definitely show the same love back and support as well. That's what I feel. I feel like stop asking for support if you know that you're not. Yeah, I feel like just tagging on to what Alizé was saying. Like, we in an industry where everybody can eat. Like, there's no reason that if you know something that's out there, why you not putting nobody on? Like, why keep it for yourself? Like, you lend one hand, somebody lend another. Because if I'm in a position that Alizé needs, that I know that there's something, whatever the case may be, is good for him, I'm like, yo, here's my boy. Like, you you good for this. Like, do this. Because then if he get up, I put him in that position. He gonna look out for me. Like there's no there's no room for us to be in, like crabs in a barrel. And that mentality. I hate that. That mentality is so bad, and that's why you have people out here. That's why low key is where people be getting murked in these streets. We be like, oh, jealousy and this and that because nine times out of ten, earlier down the line they were trying to reach out and get a hand of help for you, and you was just looking down on them because you in a position that you thought was better than somebody. And else. And we can help each other. Like I hate when people feel like it only can be one. It doesn't like and and even in like media and in a lot of spaces that we work in, they feel like it can only be one black boy and one black girl. And that's not true. It's, it's not. thousands of white people in one um in radio stations, and that's because they help each other. And they put each other in those positions. Sure and do. black people be so scared to be like, oh, let me help another black person, because they feel like the black person is going to take their spot. Yeah. When I'm like, if it's me, I want to work with people who look like me, who act like me, who experience the things that. And if I, I take experience. your spot, that means I work hard for it, and you should be okay. Like, damn, this person I put on to my spot. And Why then, if I take a spot? I feel like it could be a spot for both, both of, of us. us. But I'm saying, even if they say, like, okay, only in this in this position or whatever the case may be, it can only be one. If I took it, I earned it. And then if I took it, I'm a, obviously I'm gonna know I took it from you. But I'm gonna help you out. Like I'm not gonna leave you down and out because you put me in this position. And then another thing is like people feel like oh, like in media, it can only be one black person. But my thing is, all black people are not the same. Like sure some of it. us are from the south. Some of us are sheltered. Some of us never been in the hood before. Some of us have been in the hood. Like we have, we bring different experiences. And I feel like if you want support you have to give support and that's just a message that i want to put out there for black history we want support get support because i've seen a lot of people on my um, page talk about people don't support me and i do this i do that but my thing is people don't support you do you support people to get that support yeah they don't yeah. though well something to get off my chest is which is gonna be super bowl related this year i am sick and freaking tired of people minimizing women and kind of sheltering them and telling them to cover up um, along with Shakira and, and J-Lo being on the Super Bowl, we also see the backlash of, oh, my God, I, the Super Bowl's not family-friendly. Um, that The performance is not family-friendly. She shouldn't have wore that. Girl, Adam, Adam Levine was just on there last year with his shirt off, and nobody said that a goddamn thing, and that man was naked. You can see the, his um, underlying tattoo. <laughs> and nobody says nothing yeah. at all. And I feel like it always happens with women, no matter what color that you are. The blanquitos, the whites, the straights, the middle America always has something to say. And it's never in the positive light. They feel like because you are a woman and you're on this platform, you should appear more modest, whatever the fuck that means. I feel you. 
And it's annoying because then that same stand as they hold up to the regular average Joe in the streets. And you have to remember, this is entertainment. This is not Sally Mae that you see at the grocery store. She's an entertainer. She's here to entertain. And sex sells. And, and, and sensuality sells. So if you're out there and I'm looking like fucking The Handmaid's Tale, nobody's going to buy this record. Let's be realistic. Nobody is going to buy the record. And, no, nobody's going to look at me because I'm not nothing to look at. That's and, why your man is fucking in a hotel right now. And to your point, I want to say, like, I also agree with you. I feel like people in general, especially like people in major corporations, because major corporations, a lot of them are still run by white men. They shouldn't be policing women's bodies. I feel like At it's all. your body. You should express yourself and how you want to express yourself. If you want to wear a full dress cover from, if you want to wear a full Muslim gear cover from your neck to your feet, you can That's wear that. Choice. If you want to be out here in a bikini, you can wear that. It's your body. And I feel like people should not police your body. That note, we're going to move on to our next segment, which is called You Won't Believe This, which is just like a rapid fire news thing. We talk about a lot of stuff going on and everything in the building, I mean, in the um, industry and stuff like that. So, start it off, Taylor. Let's see what we got on the list. Today. All right. So, we're going to go in back down the street, the street and road and alleyways and highways and byways and this deep, dark tunnel that R. Kelly has taken us through. So now, Azriel is doing a documentary saying that R. Kelly beat her with a size 12 Air Force One and that he had girlfriends in every city and made them do degrading stuff on film. She goes into detail that sounds super familiar if you watched the other previous um, R. Kelly documentaries when they said that he made them sign documents saying that they were abused or the parents were drug addicts or that they were touched, even though they were false, to have some type of power over them. God forbid anything happened to him. Well, not God forbid because we wanted to happen to him. Azriel was sitting in this kind of formal um, setting with a reporter. We're not sure what um, syndication it was as of yet or where it will be shown, but she goes into detail. Um, That's for her reality show with her father. They're coming out with a reality show. Jesus be the fan. Yeah, and like two networks picked it up already. Jesus be the fan. Yeah, she has, she's, and then she's, um, do, they're doing another part of Surviving R. Kelly. I know she's on that. Yeah. But I knew. But I, it's just going to be her. Cause, yeah, because Joyce is a fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, Jesus, God be the fence. But she goes in and she says that um, how relation to what Dominique was saying, that he had them move from city to city. He would buy them things and he'd keep them in hotels and they would have sex with other girls from that city. He would have main girls and also side girls. And he also had people having sex with their family members if he was in their city. So he had some girls sleeping with their younger siblings, um, nieces and nephews. And that's why a lot of women haven't came up because she said there should be a lot more, but they haven't came forward because they are ashamed that they had sex with their siblings and that she is taking therapy and she's moving on and prospering and she wants to put this behind him and she kind of went on record subtly on her Twitter and her Snapchat saying that she is going to testify against R. Kelly with the accounts that she put in her documentary. All How right. do you feel about so, her and her father <laughs> doing this When it shit? comes to these R. Kelly victims, um, all right, I care, I, I pick and choose the ones that I feel like I really have time to care about. And Azriel is not one of them that I care for. And I'm going to tell you why. Because she sat in that Gail King interview, cursed Gail King out, said R. Kelly ain't doing nothing to her. She want to be here. And now she's switching her tune. So what I do feel like is, I don't care that you got slapped with a big Air Force One. She because said he bruised her from neck to ankle. I don't care because she she stayed. She defended this man publicly. She ignored her parents. I don't have no sympathy for her. And R. Kelly is already in jail. And he's never getting out. So I feel like I don't really... I don't care. I don't want to hear about this R. Kelly stuff no more to where now I feel drained. I don't watch 12 episodes in collectivity of the documentary. 
I'm over R. Kelly. That freaking Snapchat is crazy. I don't want to hear nothing about Aaliyah. I don't want to hear nothing about nobody. I don't want to hear about no Let It Burn. Is that his song? No, that's Usher. I don't want to hear about no I Believe I Can Fly. I don't want to hear nothing about R. Kelly. Next thing we want to hear is he in jail. I don't want to hear nothing about these girls. I'm over. I am done with R. Kelly. I am done with these girls. He is never getting out of jail. They already killed his career. And Asriel, I feel like she's trying to get this last minute attention and these last minute coins, but it's over. You should have came out when the other girls came out. You should have been spoke up about it, but you wanted to stay because you like where you was at. You was liking the pee. You was liking the attention. You was liking, you was liking the, the Trump Hotel in the suite level. And now that all the, all the money is gone and the coins is gone, you want to come out and you want to be a victim. And I don't feel you was a victim because you discredited the other victims when they OD, was on the show. OD, OD. Because then she said that um, Dominique was the one that made her when he bruised her up from head from head to ankle and made her wear turtlenecks and stuff even in the wintertime every time she had to leave she had to wear a baseball cap because he didn't want anybody to look at her I, I like, was like I liked um Dominique mother Dominique mother was a real one she was like she went she said y'all want me to do this lifetime show fly me out to LA and I'm going to get my daughter I'm going to get my kid and got her kid got her daughter period so we're gonna move on from that. We're gonna move on to Ben J from the New Boys. If you don't remember the New Boys, they the ones that made you a jerk, 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 jerk. jerk. So basically, um, he calls Tanache a bum ass bitch and blames her for the reason why the group broke up. Because if you didn't know, Tanache, before she was famous, she dated the other member of the Legacy. New Boys, and she made him leave and produce her a uh, mixtape. Her mixtapes and from her video. That's a big, yes. a long time rumor though. And basically, he just called her a bum ass bitch, and I just feel like if you had to hear the way he said it, he said it from his soul. Like, he really ate her up. Chewed her up and spit her out. We're going to move on from that. Selena Gomez says that she was suffering from mental abuse in her relationship with Justin Bieber. And that she just couldn't carry on no more. And that's why she took a break from music. How do you feel about that situation? I mean... Happy Black History Month. She, Selena Gomez is, is Mexican, so she's part of us. No, she's not. Happy Black History Month. I cannot even deal with you. Happy Black History Month. Oh. Cannot. But I feel like um, the mental abuse and, this, and the, the abuse she's faced, I feel like it's also socially as well. Because the other thing, when they was in that relationship, the media was on them like white on rice. Because they was popping. She was the last big Disney star. The only one that didn't go crazy, low key. But they was on them like white on rice. Um, they were chastising everything that they were doing, wearing if they were having sex. He, they, the ones that exposed that he was cheating with the Haley bitch. Like, yeah. it was a lot for her to go through. And then also we saw them go back and forth like ping pong balls. And people were like, oh my God, Selena, why are you doing this? Your fans, you have to be a bad example. That's a lot to take on. Because she was, she's only like 24. And at that time she was dating him, she was 16, 17, 18. That's a lot to take on as a person. So I'm happy that Selena's back doing music and doing what she loves. And, and lip singing at award shows. Watch our Billboard, um, Billboard Awards. I know, I watched it, and I watched it on silent. Yeah, because the, the, the words was ahead of her. She couldn't even lip sync right. If you're going to lip sync, be a lip singer like J-Lo. But we're going to move on to our next topic. We have both Nikki and Brie, the Bella Twins, are both pregnant at the same exact I'm time. I'm so happy for them. I'm happy for Nikki because remember she used to she go out with John no, Cena. Cena. He ain't want to get married. You can't see me. He ain't want to get married. He ain't want to have babies. He ain't want her to live in his house. And now she goes out with her Dancing with the Stars partner and they have a baby and they, are and they about love. to get married. They're engaged now. I love them so And I'm happy that they're sisters and they're, they are so close and they're both pregnant at the same time so they can like kind of... And I, I want to see if their babies don't look alike. Me too. I want to see... You, the, you know they're twins. Like Tia and Tamara kids, even though someone's white and 
some is black. They, they kind of feature each, each other. other. Yeah, I want to see that. I'm, and I feel like when you go through, through this with a sister, it makes it that much special because it's just like somebody understands your pain. They know you. They know your partners. They know your situation. It's not like it with your fucking fake ass friends. So right. This is your sister. All right. So Kylie Jenner opens up about how her and Dream Kardashian, which is China's daughter, was on the same plane that Kobe and um his daughter was on when they passed away. And China is tres. China is mad, and she's now using that as a um example to counter sue against Bob Kardashian because earlier this month he launched a full custody suit because his daughter was twerking and around a lot of men that he didn't know. So, how do you feel about that? Like, do you feel like um this this incident is a way for like do you feel like it's a valid reason to counter sue? I mean, it's for a bitter baby mama. It's something to definitely to put in, underneath your belt. Um, I don't think it's bitter because why are you taking my child without my permission on a plane? Same reason why she fucked her baby daddy. But you cannot take my child. Don't take my child on no plane now. Girl, we are rich. This is the lifestyle that we live. We go on plane rides and helicopter rides. This is what bougie rich people do. No, Us broke hoes, we go on the bus. You can take my child on a plane with 300 other people because I don't think nothing's going to happen to that plane. But don't take my child on a private plane with 10 people because... Well, same thing. But if, if Rob really wanted to be petty, you worrying about a plane. You know How the, about you had my daughter in Disney World and you were swinging car seats? Because you know them people... Them people do um sabotage private planes, but we're going to move on from that because I don't want to talk about that for too long. Um, City Girls quit Instagram Live because of the JT scandal. If you guys don't know, it was a video. JT and um Carisha was live, and JT went like this and snorted on the phone, and people are saying that JT was doing crack or cocaine. And watching the video, I kind of do feel like she was doing it because she did the whole... Like, she said she went to blow her nose on camera. And I know so many girls who do that stupid shit. Like, I'm bending down. Like, you look stupid. You look like a fucking gremlin. But, like, they dragging it. First of all, people even say that. You got to realize, JT just got out of jail. And she's still on parole. So, we highly doubt she that dumb to do coke on live. I don't know. These people is dumb. Celebrities are really dumb. Like, they just do. They do stuff like that. Like, they do, like. Now when I'm on parole and I just did two years and risk, put a high risk of risking my whole career. No, I see people. I feel like people, <laughs> people don't care. Like I feel like she's well protected because she's with a big label that's really popping. Um, Q, um, Q, and the other guy that runs Quality Control, they're well known. They have good connections. And in Q the city. do Sugar Bugger, Lyric Lord, put that out there. Yeah, and they they like they know people in that runs these sober houses. They know people that run um corrections and parole officers. So I don't think JT hold that much fucking weight. I don't know. No, but the people that she's with and connected to do. Even people, everybody love a um little baby concert. Please, I can see somebody like, oh, you, my son, a little baby. You know, I high JT little coke record, like I high a little. P.S. Why you didn't go to the Rowdy Rich concert? I'm surprised you wasn't there. I have things to do. I have bills to pay. Okay, oh. I have stuff to buy. I have a Bahamas trip to prepare for. Mm. But you know, shout out to Roddy Rich and uh, uh, Roddy Rich News. His album has passed 50 Cent in the longest um, hip hop album to be number one rap album. Ooh, and how, you know how Uncle Fifty feel about that shit. You know I always talk about Roddy Rich because I really love Roddy Rich. And also shout out to Fifty Cent for getting his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, even though a lot of people don't feel like he deserve it. But I feel like Fifty deserve it because he's been around for so long, even outside of music. Mm. Shout out to Butter. Butter was telling me that she wrote to me comment. She said Chris Brown and so many people do it in the industry. That's the way they cover it up. They put out pulls with the streets, the drugs. It's all about money. Mm. So we're gonna move on to Rich. Um, Ross from Friends tweeted about there should be a all black or all Asian reboot of Friends, but black Twitter started to pick up on living it and clap back, that. saying that Living Single is the black version of Friends and that Friends ripped them off. And the funny thing about it is that Living Single was one of the first shows that was ever on Fox, and it was the first show to have that like all black that cast. formula of Friends and stuff being on the show, and that 
one of the names that they wanted to call Levin Single was Friends. Mm. And basically what happened was the guy who owns Friends wanted to buy Levin Single and they didn't sell it to him. And that's when they came up with Friends. So people dragged Ross, they dragged Friends and stuff like that. And even some of the cast members that did Living Single spoke up about how Friends yeah, ripped Eric, them off. Erica Alexander spoke about it heavy. And she spoke about how they were paid way less than Friends and how they didn't get to get like a lot of the same stuff as them, like same preferable treatment. They talked about how the studio lot that they was on was really smaller, they didn't have air conditioning. Like they were filmed without air conditioning and the only person that was big at the time was Queen, Queen Latifah. Latifah. And that she, Queen Latifah really fought a hard battle for them to get like treated as the white shows on a lot. I can believe that. That's just ghetto. I'm not doing no show for you and making you millions if you're not paying me and I got to work hot. I don't like heat. I'm fat. I don't like heat. I don't like to be <laughs> feeling I'm, like I'm sweaty. But, I mean, I get it, but then you have to realize for the time period, like, living single, um, oh, God, what's the other one? Shout out to all the black sitcoms. Black sitcoms in that time was, were being, like, the kind of the founding fathers. They were the Martin Luther Kings of the time for we to have our all-black ratchet TV shows or uh, syndicated TV shows and things like that. Friends is corny, though. Friends is so corny. I don't know how... But I can't... Yeah. I don't watch Friends. Me, I, I never have. I never did. I, I never when have. When they took it over Netflix, all the white people was upset. They I were was in like, uproar. This the is not whites, for me. The, the caucasity was like, how Let dare you? Let me tell you, you what's my version of Friends. Moesha. I love Moesha. I love the Parkers. One-on-one. One-on-one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't do that, because I start singing a song like... Sometimes at the start, you can feel all by yourself. Check one, two. That was my shit. Like, like the, those are... I the feel, UPN shows. U, the WB with the little frog. WB. If you don't remember UPN... With you the frog, you gotta get out of here. You that you too young. She's too young for you, bro. She don't remember the frog on UPN. She's got to go. She's Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. All right, so we're gonna move on from that. After Kobe Bryant, um, Kobe Bryant's death, Tr says that he wants to do right by his wife. Finally, it took a nigga to die for you and do your wife for good. I'm, I'm over Ti and Tiny. I, that's another couple that I don't feel like is really together. I feel like they did that show and they had like so many, like they were seen so many together that they know that they're good for a bag. Mm. They know that I don't feel like he's really into. Her. I don't feel like Ti likes Tiny at all. I feel like it was they were they had their season. Like it's they, a money situation. I feel like they, but they had their time because they've been together so long. I feel like in a certain in a certain amount of time in their life they were they were the ones for each other. But now it's just like okay, you're here, I'm here, let's get this money. He don't really love the piglet. Well, he did. He'd love her because um, when he thought she was with Mayweather, he was throwing chairs and shit. I don't feel like... I feel like he didn't love her then either. I feel like it's the embarrassment of thinking that your girl is with somebody else. I feel like T.I., he's such a misogynist and a, a, a misogynist. And I feel like... Emochise, man. He only care about himself. And I feel like he was—he don't love Tiny. Like, So why would he throw... He try to fight Mayweather? <laughs> because it looks bad. Like, it looks like another nigga is taking your girl. Like, it that's wasn't. what I feel like he really cares about. It looked like it, it was. And I feel like um he he's using Kobe Bryant's death to make it about him and I feel like it's such a corny thing to do and T.I.'s one of my favorite rappers so I don't like to see that like he's becoming a cornball he's becoming a, a, a Uncle Tommy too low key he's like Uncle he's like an Uncle Tom cause it literally that's you literally just said it took a nigga to die for you to appreciate your woman that you've been with for what 18 years yeah like love your ugly woman love your piglet leave her Miss Piggy Prima Piglet. Prima Pig. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on from that. We have Wale's baby mother took to Instagram saying that he has not seen his child in months. And she said six months he ain't seen his child. Yeah. And, you know, Wale was one of my favorite rappers I until I met him. No, I met him, and he was very rude. And that was the first time I met him. I met him at a WWE event. He was very rude. And then I met him another time at another WWE event, and he was rude again. 
And you know how sometimes celebrities, they don't really be on all the time. Like, of course. I know people have bad days, but I met you twice and you was rude. So I just feel like, and Wale, anybody that tell you, like, that knows me, no. I fell in love with Wale's music around the time, like, I started liking Nicki Minaj. And they were my two, like, yeah. Wale, Nicki, and Drake was my rappers. And then when I met him, it really just turned me off. And he was wow. very rude. Because I love Three Days, Three three eight, three Days, Three Hours. That is my shit. Nike boots. Yeah, like, I love Wale. Wale Lotus Flower Bomb. But he's really rude Matrimony. Wale's looks like the type of guy who can write you a poem and take your drawers off at the same time. Like, just take it off. I remember Wale when he used to look stink. Right? Yeah, when I'm dressing, he was skinny. We look, he looked sick. And he looked like a skateboarder. Yeah. But yeah, he's rude. Like, looking at, looking at, looking at me. When he was, when he made Lady Gaga poppin'. Mm-hmm. He did make Lady Gaga poppin', but Wale is very rude, and I just feel like, go see your child. Like, why is it six months and you yeah. still ain't see your child? Yeah, because your tour just started. So yeah. you can't blame it on tour. Your tour just started. You only been on, on the road, what, two months? All right, so we're moving on. PNB Rock has totaled his BMW, racing his car, and he was allegedly rest, uh, he was arrested for allegedly being under the influence while driving. First of all, PB, PB and J Rock and that nigga long ass neck. He like a fucking giraffe. I love PNB. He, I met him too. All right, so I met PNB um, at Barclays or whatever, and I was going downstairs to change my clothes, and he was um, trying to use the vending machine, and he didn't know how to use a vending machine. Cause, Cause he that rich. neck too fucking long. Cause he rich, and then he know how he to use. He couldn't even see. He like a giraffe. Like, so then we got in the elevator, and then he asked me, like he was talking to me, like he was mad cool, and he asked, "What floor do I get out on?" And I was gonna be a dickhead and tell him to get out at um, the floor where all the regular people were, so they could attack him. <laughs> but I was like, "Nah, you get out right here at the private level." But he's Mighty. mad cool. I'm gonna, gonna be my wifey. Like, I love PNB. Get PB and J Rock. Like, how the fuck? First of all, I'm sorry to see the cat decapitate his ass. Fucking that long ass fucking neck. This is my move today. The move so hot. <laughs> I see. I feel like when that nigga swallow, he swallowed for days. Like, <laughs> nah, his neck is mad long. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on. Twitter is in an uproar because Rico Nasty was left out of the Birds of Prey yeah. soundtrack. And I feel like, and you know what's crazy? Twitter is dragging Sweetie for being included in the soundtrack because they feel like it should have been Rico Nasty. It should have been. And I feel like that too because it's, it's her style of music. And that song is horrible. I hate that song. But it's her style of music like that yelling, that screaming, that rock, that Vogue, that mm-hmm. um that club style that, of music. That, 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 that Kawaii, like... That house how, music. Howard Juku Barbie looky-esque, I'ma fuck you up and drink Satan's blood, like, that's type of... That's her her steez. I feel like the um the soundtrack was made for Rico Nasty and Did Azalea. You see the video? And Azalea Banks. And I feel like... It, why not? Why not? Why make other girls do their style of music when you could just get them and bring them in to do it? Like Because these industry plants, I feel like she got... Because even, like, the song itself... Like, I've watched the video and, I, and I've seen the song. The song itself... It, she don't... Like, she got a relaxed, like, chill-ass rap Like, stuff. Sweetie, I don't like Sweetie. Like, I like Sweetie. But not for that. For that my rap. type and, you know, simple and other stuff. But I didn't like Sweetie for that song. For that song. Because her, she has a really a West Coast rap tempo. That song, she needed to be a wild bitch, swinging her hair, like... Be ugly. I feel like Free, Sweetie's pretty, afraid to be ugly. Be, the pr- be pretty ugly. Rico Nasty is not scared. She got a song called Smack a Bitch Today, and that is my jam. Like, it's so... It was. It, it, she looked out of her element, and then they did gave her this lace front that was supposed to be super spiky, and the spikes was leaning. She looked like fucking the Angelica. Doll. They made her look like Rico. She looked like the Angelica doll from Rugrats. Like it just. It didn't. It just didn't. It just didn't go. Like I was like, what the fuck is this? Ah. Yeah. Jesus be the fence. And then Rico, she also tweeted like, oh, so what am I? Am I invisible? And I just felt so bad. Like, because all the rap girls are really on this except for Rico Nasty. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like 
You need to appreciate the people who bring this new style out instead of trying to get other people to and do this style. And she's a good rapper. Like, do you, her verse on Teen and Tamara with Doja Cat is fire. I feel like Rico is like a rapper, but she's also a hybrid because she's a rock artist. Like, when you go see her shows, it's really like a lot of rap and rock mixed together, and she gives you a performance. Like, a lot of these girls don't know how to perform in person. Yeah. She gives you a performance. She, she jumps you a, on your fucking neck. She gives neck. you a show. She makes sure your coins is worth she it. She do backflips. She is everything. And I feel like... You just said she jumped on your fucking neck. I just she does that. jump on their <laughs> like she, all right, she jumps on like, all right, so she does a show, she runs, and she'll jump, and it look like, you know, hey. but she really jumps on your neck. I fuck with Rico Nasty, okay? too. Hey, Rico. Check out her music, y'all. She's really popping. She's from New York, too, so shout out to Rico Nasty. Check out on, on Instagram, Taco Bella. Taco, that shit killed me. I love it. But Taylor, hit him with the last topic of the day. All right, so you know I'm a Cardi Stan team Barty. Oh, hell no, not on, not on tonight. I am Team Barty all day, every day. Team La Cucarocha, keep going. Hater. Well, allegedly, um, Cardi was tapping into her Dominican sign and went to south of the border and got her face done. She got it reshaping, so she went from her typical sharp, super jawline, she gets to get more of an oval face to make it more symmetric, to make it more brandable. So she got her face done, she got her jawline shaved down, and a facelift, and according to Alizé, she looks like Doja Minaj. She does look like Doja Minaj. Like, she looked like Nikki and Doja had a baby, and that's what she looked like. And that's why she's been wearing all these masks for the last two or three weeks when she was in Paris with Offset, when she was at Starbrim's baby shower. People made it seem like, oh, she was not trying to take the attention away from Starbrim, and, you know, she's trying to be very Vogue and chic and, like, Esquire, but it's like, really, she was just hiding all the bruising and stuff of like that from her face job. So, I said I'm a Cardi stan. I don't think so. Maybe she's got a little nip tuck. Ain't nothing wrong with a little snatchy snatch. You know, she's a mother, so you age a little bit. Children wear you out. Um, But Go what do you hell. think... I'm not going to ask what the fuck you think now. No. Team Cardi, do what you need to do. Make Go to hell. Happy Black History Month. Make adjustments when you need to be. If you got it, girl, do it. Shoot. Mm. Hey, the, the regular bitches do it. They tax return. No, let me tell you. So, it's a picture that the Impressions TV blog has put out. And it's a picture of Cardi with the, the boxy regular, you know, regular jaw. And then now, she has a complete oval face. And they say allegedly that she got a facelift because it was a picture of her with the um the bags on her eyes that people was like memeing and like putting her face on people. And now she don't have no bags. That can be Botox. And she kind of look like a cat lady. I do feel like she ain't nobody worse than Little Kim. She playing. She's gonna become her the way she keep playing with her body. She already got her um her um her stomach taken out. She already got um fake ab implants and she had to fix them because they was looking lopsided. She already got her booty done in the basement before she ever got famous. She got her titties done and when she got famous, she got her titties redone. So my thing is, how much you gonna keep doing, you little Lego, you little Mr. Potato Head? Like, how much Leave arms you gonna keep popping now. off? You are now a science experiment at this point. Well, let's, we go about Cardi. Thing, let's go about Nikki because Nikki, like, you could pop her dumb ass. Only thing, go- only thing my queen has done allegedly has been her butt and still allegedly, she is fire. And them fucking titties she's, she's still fire. Meanwhile, Cardi out here looking like a Siamese cat. She out here. And fucking Nikki bleaching. Please, Nikki is not bleaching. It's called good lighting. She was like, she like she was dipped in the the Joker's poison. It's called good lighting. And Cardi over here looking like a Siamese cat. She looking like cat dog. She looking like Garfield. She looking like every kind of cat there is. She out here looking like Naruto with her eyes so. Please don't get me started on Cardi. Don't get me started with Nikki. Cardi over here looking like a fucking black pan Anderson. Fuck out of here. Cardi look crazy, okay? And Nikki like a fucking black ass pit. Cardi look like when you keep letting all them dogs keep humping with each other and what you get when you mix the pit bull with the chihuahua. That is Cardi. She look crazy. She looks strong and she look tight. 
She looked like if she fought, her face gonna pop. And Nikki, like, you fuck up on the back, shit might come out. No, Nikki looked like a baddie. Do you not see the comeback pictures? Do you see how light she, her feet, the bottom of her feet and her hands are the same thing, are the same color. Do you see how tight Cardi face is? Don't throw me shit, it's good Botox. No, it's not good Botox. It looked like if she get, if she get mad, you know the little vein in your forehead. And Nikki got her face done Cardi too. Cardi don't got no vein. Nikki knows it like Michael Jackson. Oh God, you bugging. Nikki is the most we beautiful female the rapper there is. Nikki is the prettiest female rapper. What? Nikki is the prettiest female what? rapper. Nikki is the prettiest female what? rapper. Jesus need to Nikki be the fence is, for that. No, Jesus could be the fence, the, the ashtray, or whatever he needs to be, because Nikki is the baddest female rapper. Hell. And that's on period. Oh, Nika Mirage is done. She didn't let it say she's, Nikki. She's pretty without makeup, too. That's the crazy thing. Cardi is busted without makeup. What the, what the fuck are you seeing? Cardi look like Akbar. What the fuck is Cardi look like, um... Um, what's his name? Osama bin Laden cousin. And Nikki like the bitch that be Cardi look like Saddam. We not Abdats. Cardi look like Saddam Hussein. And Nikki look like the bitch that serve oxtails in on Junction. We not Abdats. She look pretty. Plantain. We not Abdats. Like Nikki we look like a pretty Patra. Pretty Patra. Chicken patty. We not Abdats. Nikki look like the baddest Jamaican on the block. Please. Get the fuck out of here. She look like beautiful Patra. What? Please. And Cardi look like a crazy um Lupita. I mean not Lupita. Um. Guadalupe, that's what Cardi giving Fucking me. Fucking Nicki Minaj look like by Cardi, Cartel. Cardi, Cardi, out of here. Cardi is giving me straight out of the Bronx, straight off of um, Yankee Stadium. She's giving me Empanada Mama. She look bad. And Nicki's giving me Bleach Botch Queen. Nicki giving me Sexy Jamaican. Triple B, Bleach Botch Queen. BBQ. Nicki giving me Sexy Jamaican. And Cardi out here she giving me... She's Jamaican. She's Trinidadian. She giving me Siamese Cat, okay? Oh, whatever. Please. We gonna go to Weirdo of the Week. No, don't try to move on because Cardi look like a cat. <laughs> that face is tight. And if she fought... And that Nikki's ass is sloppy. It's burnt. It's she, sagging. She needs to lift so it up. You so jealous. I love the jealousy. I love when people I be love so people, jealous of I love Nikki. people who don't realize what no. they're doing. He's not, he needs to wipe his screen off to see Nikki's ass no. is sagging. It's no. sagging. It's not. Nikki is the baddest. And you a hater. And you another Bronxiana. You Whatever. Really, you, I'm a Bronxillian. Even though I'm a Brooklyn girl. But I love the Bronx BX stand the fuck up I I'm gonna report your social media don't you ever shout the Bronx out don't you ever shout the Bronx out I'm coming to my next show with a, a mask on cause you now have like the coronavirus Cardi, like Cardi alright y'all I'm gonna move away from the coronavirus over here and we're gonna get into our next segment which is called weirdo of the week and that's basically where we break down somebody who's just being weird this week and somebody who needs to get their life together and you can go first my weirdo of the week is going to Trump for that nigga making a mistake thinking that Kansas City was in Kansas instead of Missouri. Oh, Obama would never. Kansas City not in Kansas. He, but the people who wanted the Kansas City Kansas City Chiefs is in Missouri. He tweeted out, you make Kansas proud. He got the wrong state. Obama would never. Obama well, he would needs to know that because he needs to know who's voting for him and who's not voting for him. He needs to know where everything is. Nobody's pro is nobody proofreading his tweets? I feel like he failed geography because why you don't know where is that? You watched it. You, you're supposed to be there. Mm. Obama would never. Happy Black History Month. I feel like um my widow of the week would definitely go to Javante, um Ari Ari's ex boyfriend, the boxer, for um snatching his baby mama up and abusing his baby mama. Yes. And he said, "Oh, I never put hands on her. I never hurt this woman." But that's how it starts. A lot of people always protect these um boxers and NFL players until. It's too late and the girl is either dead or thrown down the steps or has a black eye. I feel like that's definitely weird behavior, putting your hands on a woman, especially somebody who's always ride, ride, ride for you, 
when you never held your baby mama down. You left her as soon as you got to go with Ari. As soon as Ari left you, you got back with your baby mother. You always put her on the back burner. I feel like you should never have hit this woman, especially in a public forum because she wanted to go out. She looked like she was at some calm event just sitting down. He yoked her up by her collar. They and said I just she feel like she was entertaining some nigga being mad disrespectful. He yoked her up. And I feel like she could have just been being friendly. And I just feel like it's not cool. It's not okay. And that's definitely trash. And that's why he's the weirdo of the week. And so now we're gonna move on to our next segment of the show, which is what we do every ending of our show. We give somebody the MVP of the week. That is somebody who we feel like has been doing great. Somebody who has just been great this week, and it's and whatever that it is that they do. So I don't know who's your MVP of the week. My MVP of the week. Um, hmm. I think my MVP of the week gonna be gonna be Shakira. Yeah. Shakira, you you That's did that, you did that, sis. You did that. You held it down. You paid your 14 million Spain tax returns, and you came here and you showed somebody up in their own Super Bowl event. If that's not a bad bitch, I don't know what that is. I feel like my MVP of the week would definitely have to go to my girl K Michelle for um her new album All Humans Are Monsters because I feel like um R&B music has become like really boring lately with a lot of these new artists that's out. But I feel like K Michelle, she showed that one she's a singer singer and. It's a cohesive album. I feel like the album starts from beginning to the end. She did a good job at songwriting the video that she put out on um, Fade to Black Like Jay. It's a good video. It shows her... Um, the country album coming out right after this. Yeah, right? the country album is coming out after this. But I feel like shout out to K. Michelle. She did the damn thing. And I feel like it's a great project. And I love K. Michelle. And I feel like she's separating herself from the reality TV star that she is to the artist that she really is and the songwriter that she is. So shout out to K. Michelle. I'm here for you, mama, and I'm supporting you. Yeah, I gotta listen to it now. He done hyped it up, so I gotta listen to it's it. It's really good. Like, it's something you listen to by yourself. You just sit down, you put on your pajamas, you put on your robe. You know I love my little gray robe. You put on your robe. Because every time I call your ass, you in a robe. You put your robe on, you put your do-rag on, you just sit there and you just... My robe and a do-rag. Just the move you gotta do the little shoulder bob. <laughs> I feel like K. Michelle really did that album. So, and she got a new show coming out. That's another reason I wanna give her um props. She has a new show coming out about how she wants to help people get rid of the surgery in their body and oh, how yes. she went through them steps and she's talking about you know she's she, trying to tell the ladies the danger about getting this. You know she teamed up with the guys from the two doctors from Botch other other exclusive producers on Yeah, and they um That's the show point. is gonna be on Netflix. She's helping ten ladies get this um plastic surgery out of her body and she's warning people about the dangers of plastic surgery and she's mm-hmm. like she's doing bond.com shit. She's don't moving do on. Get, don't get back to butt shots, girl. Just just save your tax money and just go get it done. Go don't to Don't go Columbia. to the basement like Cardi B. Yeah, go to Colombia, go to DR, go to Mexico. Shit. And just get it done, sis. One weekend, you good. All right, y'all. So that's the end of our show, guys. If you don't know, you can listen to this podcast on SoundCloud, on Spotify, on Apple Music, and anywhere that it, there is podcast, there is us, okay? Just search The Ratchet Hour or Zay TV, and we will be there. You guys can follow me on Instagram at underscore Rashamel. That is underscore R-A-S-H-A-M-E-L. You guys can follow me on Facebook at Alize Rashamel. And you guys can follow my sweetie Taylor at... C underscore C A L L M E H C H E E K Z. Call me cheeks. I pops right up. You sees my face. I'm on that on all social media platforms. Just don't follow me on Facebook because I don't fuck with you and I don't know you. I'm not gonna add you. But I'm anywhere and everywhere you can stalk your ex. All right, make sure you guys tune in. We we record every 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 Monday, and our show is always up by Wednesday. So make sure you guys record, subscribe. Follow. Put the notification on. Yes, yeah, so when you hear the ding, you can see us. 
And I just want to bring up this last little thing. We are now about to do a little promos for businesses. So make sure you get in contact and we can support your business. Shout your business out. And yeah. Yeah, DM oh. us, um, email, the email's in the description box for the Zay TV show, or you can just DM, DM me or DM um, Alize, and we will shout you out. You do hair, you do lashes, you do waxing, you do treats, you do pot. Shay, if you a stripper, hey, girl, we'll shout you out when the time you in the club. We and, got you. And legitimate businesses, we are not doing pookies. Word, we're not, we not doing you. We sell apes. We're we not doing, doing no, we sell apes, no pookies, funeral home, no none of that, okay? No yeah. Daquan's drinks, okay? We doing no real stuff, No babies, kids, daycare, we don't do none of that shit. If it ain't, you can't file taxes, we don't fuck with it. All right, and we are out you heard make okay. sure you tune in we do this every week okay pow <laughs> <Put it about. laughs>